Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Stop, collaborate, and stop listening to this podcast if you don't like swearing. Okay, bye. live from the fuck off and die studio here to help you through your motherfucking breakup i'm jay and we love you we don't know you but we love you sarah's very loving i know it's gross i'm a bit more conservative with my love i just fucking dish it out <laughs> but i'll cheer for you without necessarily being like committed to the love yeah so Jay's, what's been going on well what's been going on i have a puzzle in my living room that i've been making you complete for me yes. because i hate puzzles and I love them. But dad started it. Then my sister's ex-boyfriend was helping along really well. And now he's not around, which is sad because he was killing the puzzle. This is the problem with breakups. Sometimes you lose the best puzzler in your life. I know. He was also a great guy. But, you know, compat- still is. compatibility. Still, still exists, he's, he's not dead. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's still great. Um, what else has been going on? I noticed yeah. that your dog's had a haircut. Well, yeah, I gave her like a Tina Turner haircut. She looks great. Also, I love your earrings. Except for my cat that you're he's wearing, and he's stunning. Oh, your Sorry, cat is. Were you a... paying me a compliment? Yeah, you can, you can do it again if you like. <laughs> I'm paying you a compliment. I'm changing the subject. I love your earrings. That's I look great. Me. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't hear it again. I gave you those earrings. Yes, you did. They're sparkly and they're so fucking fabulous. Yeah, they're my House of Dizzy earrings. I actually just posted a photo of, on the Insta of them. Enjoy. So you can marvel at Jade and her earrings. Yeah, um, they they make me feel powerful. I want to give you some more information about what's going on. Today I bought myself flowers because I've been feeling a little bit low. Yeah. And they... I you always also bought me flowers this week. But when I'm feeling a bit low, I like to buy myself flowers because when I look at them, I feel like they're special. Can I give you a caution for future flower buying? Okay. Just the specific flowers you bought me are extremely toxic to cats. So maybe not for cat people. Oh, Sorry. But your cat doesn't leave the room. That's true. <laughs> yeah, my cat hasn't left the bed. Okay, well, now that you've criticised <laughs> the flowers that I bought you... No, they're good what's... for me because my cat hasn't left the room. But just for general people who have normal Oh, cats. okay. Well, I'm not buying flowers for anyone ever again now. 
speaking of great ideas you've had, let's talk about the book. Oh, yeah, the book in our book club that everyone has to read. Yeah, we decided um, that this is actually a Fuck Off and Die book club. It's, it's called um, Fuck Off and Die, and it's a breakup book to help you get through the fucked up first month of a breakup. Why the first month? Is that a hypothetical question? Or do you want to answer <laughs> I just it? thought I should ask you. So yeah, I, no, I know talking. why. I know, like, why. I know why. I know why. I was there. So the first, like, a lot of the breakup advice that Sarah had been given when she was going through her divorce was about doing yoga or, like, redecorating your entire house or moving to another city. And in that first month, that stuff is way beyond what you're capable of. Um, oh, so, wow. You said that so well. Yeah, I've heard you say it before. Oh, my God. I know it looks like I'm not listening and that I'm just constantly on my phone, but I actually do listen when you speak. You actually do listen sometimes when I speak. Sometimes. Let's just let's just give that a little bit of a uh, caveat. Yeah, so um, like this book comes about for that first month mm. where everything is so fucked up that you can't even imagine being able to do yoga. And so <laughs> you just do smaller things and just get through each day. And that's what the book is for. Yeah, one step in front of the other. And the other reason, which I never mention, is so that you don't go back to him or her. Yeah. Because that first month, your brain is cranking and firing those hormones that are telling you to go back to them. And you probably broke up for a reason. I mean, maybe you're meant to be together. Maybe you will get back together and you'll live a healthy and amazing relationship. But in most cases, you broke up for a reason. If you can just get through that first month, you will start heading for the motherfucking light and start living the amazing life that you deserve and were meant to live. But you just got to try and do everything you can to just get through that yeah. four weeks. Yeah. And when we were working on this book, Sarah and I were both going through some pretty major breakups. And yeah, we were. So it really comes from a place of our pain. Hmm. We, we, we went through a lot of pain. We went through the pain so that we could help you go Are through Are we like pain. Jesus? Because he, he went through a lot of pain. Okay, no, we're not. Are you when, Jewish? I'm not. I mean, I am Jewish, yes. Do, do Jewish people have a Jew, different relationship Jesus, to Jesus? Jesus was a Jew, so maybe... Um, you can rest your case then. <laughs> uh, it was a bit of a stretch. So this page in the book is called Fuck You, Motherfucker. And it's punchy. <laughs> I don't know if we've actually done this before. Just do it again. I feel like we haven't. But I feel like I've said fuck you, motherfucker, on the pod. I feel like you say it a maybe lot Maybe I just say day. it a lot. So this one's super simple, but it has it, it's simple, but it's loaded. And the page says, it's time to unload onto this page. Write every name or evil thought that enters your mind about him. Be petty, be twisted, be a dick. We know you're an evolved woman, but everyone deserves a fucking moment. And then I've got a little um, asterisk footnote at the bottom, and it says, if it helps, don't let anyone read this. Better yet, burn the page and let some of the anger burn up with it. Love it. Do you have thoughts and feelings about this? No, I don't have a lot of feelings, but I do have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> Tell me what your thoughts are. So I love, especially love the part at the end where it's like, don't show anyone this, because I think we tend to censor ourselves when we know people are going to read what yes. we write. So I think yeah. the, the beauty of this activity is really just digging into your feelings, like your raw mm. emotional state, letting it all out, and then destroying it. And the other thing I really wanted to touch on, which I feel like you already have, is that anger is okay for you to feel and it is actually an important part of the grieving process but I do feel that as women culturally it's often unattractive and not acceptable to be angry yeah we, we get taught not to be angry exactly and then I feel like as an adult woman in therapy you get taught how to 
accept, feel, and express your anger. Totally. I feel like that's a key part of what therapy is about. Yeah. And you know what? So you know how normally I have some kind of like pseudoscience bullshit thing to back things? Mm. Um, this time I have Natalie Portman. Okay. Okay. So she was talking to Harper's Bazaar because what I wanted to Google was I was Googling about slash researching, you know, women having permission to be angry. And she had this really great quote that I'm going to read to you. She said, women are taught not to be angry, that to be angry is to be shrill, to be hysterical, to be ugly. We've been socialized to believe that we're not feeling angry. We're feeling sad. We're feeling upset. And then she goes on to say that a lot of the time she's been crying or been feeling sad when really she realized she was actually angry. Because mm-hmm. I have some friends that would say that to me. They'd be like, I'm, every time I get angry, I just cry. And it's like, as girls, we're not even really taught to know how to manage or acknowledge when we're angry. Mm-hmm. And anger is actually a really useful emotion if you can harness it and utilize it because it's actually a really activating emotion. That is so true. Um, So one of the things that my therapist said to me a few years ago is that when you feel angry, it's, that's how you know that someone has knocked up against your boundaries. Oh, I love that. Um, That's how you know that your boundaries are being crossed Mm. and that you, it's actually time to step up and assert yourself at that point. Yeah. I'm someone that struggled a lot with anger and feeling like, I feel a lot of shame around it and a lot of concern, but I've really been learning, like you say, through therapy and also through being around people like you and people who are, even if I am angry about something, they show me that I'm still lovable. Mm. Because I think for me growing up, I grew up in a household with a very explosive parent and we were always having to push our emotions in and hold our emotions in so that we weren't really allowed to be angry. It was always wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, I think children generally are discouraged from being angry because yeah. children don't make the rules. So in yeah. a way, children, I, I think, and I don't necessarily think it's even a gendered thing for kids, mm. like that a lot of the time when kids are, are angry, they're told that they're being silly mm. um, because I think it comes down to in a lot of cases that they don't get to make the rules, they don't get to have boundaries. Yeah, yeah, and they're being naughty if they're being angry when yeah. really I think – they don't have that social protective mechanism where they can sort of hide it. Everything's on their sleeve, which yes. in a way is so much healthier. So they get angry. But it's also embarrassing in public. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's maybe embarrassing to the parent, but I think most normal people are just like, oh, Timmy's having a temper tra- tantrum. Sounds yeah. like a tongue twister, doesn't it? One of the things as well that I found when I was, as you said in your amazing spiel about everything telling you to do yoga and forgive, I did get frustrated that nothing really said it's okay to be angry. Yeah. And, and that comes at different points. Like some people won't get angry. For me, I'm really sad and then I start to get angry. And that's when I start making shit happen in yeah. a good way for myself. And then it subsides. Yeah. But I think a big part of myself in the beginning when I was feeling these feelings of anger, I was really aware that I felt like it was unattractive and shameful. Like a woman shouldn't be angry. So I've always been pretty in touch with my anger, I think. Mm. Um, I don't know whether you believe in star signs. But you know I do. I'm actually... <laughs> Sarah has a side hustle uh, where she does um, horoscopes. But I'm actually an Aries. I know. And Aries is ruled by the god of war. Oh, cool. So 
there was never going to be an escape for me from my anger. But that's why, in a way, you're teaching other people about it. Like, I'm really comfortable with anger. I've learned a lot from you just about asserting my boundaries. And also, it doesn't have to be angry to assert your boundaries. No. But in fact, I think a lot of the time, anger happens when you don't assert yes. the boundary before it's crossed. But I think I'm so oversensitive to seeming angry or worrying that people will perceive me to be angry that if I do assert a boundary, I worry it will come across as aggressive. Because I'm always trying not to be like my aggressive parent. Yeah. But then I think you you can do that, but then you've got to pull back and, and find a balance and yeah, that kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So also, can we get back to the activity where yeah, you write down things? <laughs> so it's just about writing down whatever you want on this piece of paper and just letting it all out and not worrying what anyone will think about it. And it does actually make you feel kind of good. Yeah. Because well, it's an, an expression of your truth. Uh, yeah, totally. And you can also draw if you wanted to just draw things. Because sometimes breakup, breakups happen. Sometimes they're amicable. Sometimes they slept with someone close to you. There are horrible, horrific betrayals that can happen during a breakup. I mean, and honestly, it feels like a, a betrayal just that they loved you and then they don't love you anymore. Oh my God, you're so that's, right. That's a heartbreaking betrayal in and of itself. Yeah, I want to cry just thinking about it. And you need to let that out. And it's completely normal. It's actually healthy. It's more unhealthy to push it down and say everything's okay. Because it's not okay. You deserve to be treated amazingly. So what are some of the words you might use? Um, I'm not going to share because the whole point of that page is that it's It's private. private. I would share some words I would use. Go for it. I would definitely use the word cunt. Even though I know it's like a female appendage, I'm re-owning that and reclaiming it. We always like to throw that word around regardless of gender don't we i do Mm. we do Mm. cunt motherfucker dickhead jerk Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. loser lots of words that i would use for some of my exes would you use words that describe emotion as well yeah i I think i'd actually just go really petty just name because when i'm angry just a name calling list like even if they didn't have a have a small dick i might say like small penis or something that is petty yeah, like really petty, but it's not for anyone to know. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sharing words now, but I'm just making them up. They yeah. just roll off my tongue. They're so mostly just swear words, to be honest. Yeah. I just basically listed all the swear words you know. Okay, so let's do a listener question. Um, I have a couple here that we got from my Instagram. I don't know whether to eeny, meeny, miny, mow it or whether I should actually pick one. Which one are you feeling more attracted to? Well, I'm kind of attracted to this one because it's really specific. Oh, you know how much I like specifics. Yeah. So, okay, this one's kind of specific, um, so I like it, but <laughs> I've done zero research on it, so we're just going to have to wing it. Oh, well. I mean, there's another one that I've done research on, but it's it's kind of broader. I so don't let's think do that's one. unusual. We never know what we're talking about. <laughs> that's not what this is about. Okay, so let's do this one. How do you support a friend who is getting back with their cunt ex when you know they deserve better? Okay, first off the bat, excellent use of the C-bomb. Love it. I and would that's agree. not my phrasing. That's just come straight off our, our Insta fans. I'm going to just assume they're fans. That's why I love our Insta, Insta fans. Because they're, our Insta fan. Because they're so smart and they're better than everyone. Because of their use of the C-bomb. No, just because they have excellent taste in, in podcasts. podcasts. Mm, mm, agreed mm. Um, so yeah this insta fam obviously has a friend who is getting back with their cunt ex um, but this friend is such a great friend they know that their friend deserves better 
Oh, don't you think everyone has been in this situation? Oh, yeah. It's so frustrating. I mean, I've been in this situation, like, I thought you were going to get back together with your content. I was never going to get back with him. I'm so glad. I think people were worried, though. But that's because we had a lot of back and forth. Mm. I've definitely been that person that was going back, though, in a few instances. You know what? To be honest... (laughs) I haven't I haven't restarted relationships with any of my exes, mm. but I have gone back there. Oh, to get a bit of the bit of the D. A little bit of the D. You know what we say though, Jade? There's nothing casual about sex with your ex. <gasps> I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. This is what Jade and I do on our time off. Come Might up with catchphrases. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so, so what's what do we do? Let's talk about this. Okay. I would say number one thing you need to do is make sure that your friend feels supported because if they've got a shitty ex Mm. that they feel like they need to go back to, part of the reason why would be loneliness. So giving them an alternative like, hey, look how fun that your friendship squad is. So you've got to be funner. Number one, be funner. Be more fun than the ex. (laughs) You also need to have... um, Oh, you know what? (laughs) This is... Okay, so... This is one of my solutions to people's breakups. Which is what this is all about. Um, Jade Splains. Jade Splains. <laughs> um, I'm a huge fan of buying a sex toy for a friend who's going through oh, a breakup. that's a great idea. And this book. And this book. Get them, get them a copy of this book and a really nice Maybe sex toy. Maybe we should do that as a thing. Like, Anyway, keep going. I think that's a great idea. Good sex toys are really expensive and we wouldn't want to sell you any old shit. Vibrators won't break your heart, but they will get you off. I made that up on the spot. I feel like we need to workshop the slogan a little oh, bit more. Oh, okay. How about Jade, you can get fucked? Sure. <laughs> Jade's get fucked package. <laughs> oh, it could be called go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Sex with someone oh, you love. Sex with someone you love. <laughs> okay, we've got some good ones. Okay. Um, stay I, tuned for that. I love that idea, though, is, is sort of giving them something tangible. Yeah, like a gift. Yeah. There's nothing like getting a sex toy to know that you're loved by your friends. Or get one yeah. for yourself to know that you're loved by yourself. Well, often you get a discount if you get two. Buy one, get one free. <laughs> buy one vibrator, get one free. Where are you shopping? I don't know. I just made that up. I, I'm literally lying. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, the other thing I want to say is you also have to look after yourself. So I think sometimes it can be hard when you're other, on the other end of it and you've heard all the bullshit over and over and they keep going back and you're supporting them through the breakup and then they go back. It's and you're very like, frustrating. Oh, shit. But also, sometimes they can be in a cycle of abuse that you don't see. Yes. They can be manipulated. And if you do need a break from being that person's crutch, crutch genitals, Mm -hmm. then you can take time out Mm -hmm. and say, like, I just need a little break. But when you're doing that, if you can, maybe let them know that I'm always here for you. Like, if shit hits the fan, no matter what, I'm here for you. But it's still okay to just take a little bit of respite for yourself. Do you think there's a loving way to kind of say... I'm not about this relationship and I don't think your ex is good for you and I don't think you should get back together um, and I don't want to talk to you about the ongoing problems because I've already had five years of that in um, the last version of that relationship. But yeah, I'm here for you when it goes belly up. Maybe don't say when. If it goes belly up. Hopefully when it goes belly up. I know it's going to go belly up and I'm here for you at that point. I mean, I think you said it really well. When I hear people talking about their relationship and – If I hear red flags, like I was listening to a friend talk about her relationship in detail and the guy was financially abusing her. I won't go into details, but he was basically like controlling her money. And I just said to her in the car, I said, oh, do you know that that's a sign of abuse? Mm -hmm. And it really shocked her 
to hear that. You've done that for me as well. You've pointed out some red flags mm. um, with one of my exes. A controlling dude. A very controlling yeah. dude. And I wasn't seeing it until mm. you and a couple of my other close friends were reflecting back to me some of the behaviours mm. and, and pointing out that they're problematic behaviours and that they can be early signs of abuse. Mm. And I ended that relationship because of the support I got from my friends and because you guys had pointed out to me something that I wasn't able to see myself. But I trust you. It wasn't because you weren't smart. It was just that you hadn't possibly been in a controlling relationship before. I hadn't. And also, I was the one being actively manipulated at the time, whereas you weren't. So you had the perspective to be able to see what I couldn't. And even though on the outside you're just seeing the bad shit, what you don't see is... A manipulative person often love bombs mm. the woman. Oh, I was man. being promised the happily ever after I'd always dreamed of. Yeah, I remember. And that's what I was focused on. But what yeah. you guys were able to see, being not the target of yeah. that, was all of the other the conditions, mm. I guess, that were just not worth it. Yeah, so if, if I see a friend with someone and I see a red flag that concerns me, and that's if I think it's some kind of abuse or toxicity, I will call it out to them. Do you think it's different when they're going back to an ex where it's more of a known quantity than when it's a new relationship and you're just saying, like, I think this is a red flag, I think this is a red flag? Um, I think the problem with um, mm-hmm. and the frustration that this person's probably feeling is that it's a, they actually know this person already. They've yeah, been through this it's already. It's the same bullshit. And it's you're the like, same what, bullshit. What, do you, what has to happen for you to see what is right in front of your face? Yeah. And I guess the hardest thing, I think, in life is watching someone you love do something that is destroying them or hurting them. Yeah. But in reality, besides say that you'll be there for them and possibly point it out if you're comfortable doing that, because you also can risk the relationship by pointing it out, that's yeah. something else, is um, just realising that you can't actually control what they do. And sometimes people just need to play shit out. Yeah. They need to play it out. And they'll learn that lesson, but it might take them another six months or another year. Hopefully they don't get knocked up. But then my question is, as the friend, do you need to play that out with them or can you step away? I think you can step back. I'm actually sort of against people just stopping the friendship. And I think that's because I I see that when there is a cycle of abuse, often women do get alienated because it's very common that their friends do get sick of, of the cycle of them breaking up. But then the more alienated the woman gets, the less likely she is to leave. Right. And then because often, that person becomes... Their support, yeah, even though their theories are. Mm, and worst case scenario, those men often do try to alienate their partners from their friends and family. On purpose. So, I mean, I guess you can look after yourself and I would just say to them, look, I am always here for you. If you ever want to leave him, my house is here for you. Like if you So can like offer really it. offering tangible support. Yeah. And I probably, if he was a complete cunt, I would probably be like, look, I think your boyfriend's a cunt. I fucking love you. I don't love your choice in men. Can you draw boundaries around that you don't want to spend time with that person's partner? I think so. That's fair? Yeah. Because you got to look after yourself, and that's the thing. Is I it, mean, if we're realistic, like, I would draw boundaries around I don't want to be around your ex yeah. or your new boyfriend, your, your ex who's your new boyfriend again. I don't want to be around them. I don't want to talk about them. I don't want to hear about them. Yeah. But my house is yours if you need somewhere to go when you want to leave. Yeah. But... I can offer tangible support, but emotionally I'm yeah, not that yeah, supportive. Yeah. And so I, I, I would caution giving my – I wouldn't necessarily offer my perspective as advice so well, much as just this is what I would probably do. I think you're just saying that's what, advice. I think you're just saying that's what you would do. Yeah. But I don't think it's the advice I would want to give. I think yeah. my advice would be to try and find more empathy 
than what I can find myself. Yeah, but then you've got to balance that with looking after your own mental health. Absolutely. Because that's very important too, and you don't want to get drained. And, and I think that's the you're not thing. being a good friend to someone either if every time you see them, you're angry at them because they're mm. going through this loop that's frustrating you, you know? Sometimes when I have a friend who has a problem and they keep talking to me about the same thing over and over, I can get a little bit frustrated and sometimes I will say to them, you've been saying this uh, for a while now. Do you think there's something you could do about it or you don't really sound very happy and just reflecting back to them? Mm-hmm. So they can hear that it is because sometimes you don't realize how much you complain about something Mm -hmm. and then I might be like do you want me to just listen or do you want some solutions they actually ask what that person needs from yeah I get that you need to vent and you need to bitch and talk about things sometimes but if I feel like they're not really doing anything to try and change the situation it's tough hey I also feel like um because of the nature of the conversation we've just had we should probably drop a um domestic abuse support Mm. hotline in our show notes yeah we'll do that yeah because there are hotlines and we'll drop them in there where basically if you do need to get out of an abusive relationship these professionals will give you an escape plan Mm. because as we know one of the most dangerous times for a woman is when she is leaving a relationship and it sometimes isn't as simple as she just needs to leave it may be that you need a strategy and a plan. And so that you can leave safely. These people will help you do that. And it is serious. Yeah. Would you ever go to the guy and be like, could you just fuck off? No. Get away from my friends. It's not my business. Yeah. I mean... What if it was someone really close to you? It's happened with someone really close to me and I just drew boundaries around not spending time yeah. with them as a couple. Yeah. Um, and... To be honest, my friend didn't talk about him very much because mm. she knew I thought he was an absolute piece of shit and didn't want my feedback on that because she was choosing to stay Yeah, and at that time. I think that's a big red flag if your friends don't want to be around your partner. Mm. Like, you need to... Your friends have your best interests at heart. They're not trying to fuck you. I mean, they might be, but there's no ulterior motives there. They just love you. Are they trying to fuck you? Do you mean, like, sexually? Yeah. Are you kidding on me? No, I'm not. I just said they're not trying to fuck you. No, but you know what I mean? Like when you're with a, a person in a romantic sense or a sexual sense, like there's an ulterior motive to behavior. You're giving me those crazy eyes like I'm saying something weird. Because I just gave you a punchline and you talked straight through it. Oh, what was the punchline? That I, am I trying to fuck you? I'm always, I'm always trying to fuck you. Is that the punchline? <laughs> This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. 
When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> was that, I thought it was funny. I feel so awkward. Should we do the next section? Yeah, why not? Let's do Quotes. the next section. My quote isn't funny, so if you've got a funny one, I will go first. Dude, mine aren't funny either. Uh, you go first. Okay. Um, so mine is from my favourite book at the moment, um, which you just returned to me. The Bible. Um, the Bible of Breakups. Oh, beautiful. Also known as What a Time to Be Alone, The Slumflight Flowers Guide to Why You Were Already Enough. I love that book. Um, by Chidera Egaru. And she says, choose yourself over and over again. Even when you've let yourself down, choose yourself. Even when it feels uncomfortable, choose yourself. Even when you're tired, choose yourself. That's so cool. She's amazing. Honestly, get that book, get fuck off and die, get a vibrator, send it to your friend <laughs> going through a breakup. Oh, that's perfect. Well, my, my quote is, you can miss it and still not want it back. Bam. Boom. Oh, and that's by Friday Fries. I love fries. <laughs> Bye! See ya. This podcast was recorded on Wajak Noongar Country in Perth, Western Australia. Our theme song was written by Naomi Robinson and Josiah Padmanabong. For more of our blogs or to check out our awesome shop, head to www.fodbook.com. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.